You want to put a Zin in together at the same time? Yeah. Let's take one out. I want to take this out. Welcome back to the sack. It's your host, Connor, a.k.a. Karch, a.k.a. the fearless leader of Talking Balls podcast. With me tonight, I have the well-known DBJFSS. We're back. Thank you for being here, Deej. Appreciate it. Yes, we are so back, baby. So back. Last episode, we're Super Bowl weekend. Been about six weeks, so... uh, (laughs) We're back though. No, we're back. A little dry spell in the sports world. It's fine. Yep. How you been, Deej? How you been? Been swell, brother. How we living? How's it been? Good. How's the freight? The freight is good. It's being slung. Um, just been ready to get back in the sack. Big hiatus, but the boys are back. March Madness is upon us. We got the locks. Let's get it going. It's in the air, dude. I woke up yes. yesterday. I sent a text to the boys. I said, you know, something's right this week. Yep. Just feeling something's good. right. I'm feeling okay. Mm-hmm. All right, and here we are. I, I got the playing life. game on the phone. CMO, yeah. Texas A&M, Corpus Christi. It's going on right now live. We got a second playing game going on tonight. And like Deej said, it is upon us. So allow me to indulge. Allow me. So listen, going forward, here's what we got. We got baseball starting up. We got NBA playoffs, NBA uh, regular season, NHL playoffs. Okay, we got a slew of shit that we're going to be hitting with you guys every week. All right. Without further ado, Deej, would you mind? Why are the people here? Why are we here? Let's get right into it. Let's not waste any more time. March Madness. Okay. Some say it's the greatest sporting event of all time. Obviously, you have the Super Bowl, you have the Olympics, blah, blah, blah. Arguably the greatest sporting event of all time. I know I sure love it. I know you love it. Yeah, it's great. So, Some history, okay? We're not just going to jump right into the picks, all right? A little history lesson, okay? So sit down and just listen. The first men's basketball tournament was played in 1939. Your grandparents might have been born that year. It had only eight teams, and Oregon was the first NCAA champion. Congratulations. In 1951, it took what? Bro, KU won a chip in like 1940. Uh, I don't know if that was part of the correct federation. Keep going. I'm just fact-checking you. (laughs) Fact-check me. 12 years later, the field grew to 16 teams, and then it doubled to 32 in 1975, finally reaching its final form of 64 teams in 1985. Uh, Opening round game was introduced in 2001, and three more games were added to that round in the 2011 uh, season for the inaugural first four, which is what we have going on right now between AM, Corpus Christi, and SEMO. The term March Madness, where does it come from, Deej? I don't know. This guy, Henry V. Porter, again in 1939, first used this uh, to reference basketball. What else we got here? Duke, I hate them with all of my heart, but they own the largest comeback and the second largest lead blown in the NCAA tournament history. Okay. 2001 Blue Devils beat the Maryland Terrapins after being down 22 points, while Duke's 1989 team lost despite leading Seton Hall by 18 points, okay? That's a theme that you guys will see throughout this tournament. A team will go up by double digits, possibly 20, and you will see five, seven, 10 minutes later that lead evaporates. So, yeah, you just never know. If you're betting these games, if you're betting these games, stay tuned with the live lines. A lot of times you can get very good live lines. Yeah. Yeah. What do you got for me, DJ? Yeah, my bad, brother. So our first chip was in 1952. 
Anywho, carry 1952. On. So 1939, that checks out, huh? Checks out. Checks out. Uh, UMBC, the University of Maryland and Baltimore College or some shit like that. I don't know. The little dogs, the hounds, okay? Uh, they own the biggest upset in March Madness history. Deej, do you, do you remember that? That should be recent. I memory. know where I was that day. Where, <laughs> where, where were you, Deej? I think I was at home in Virginia watching on my couch. and just. Yeah, you know who they beat, coincidentally. You know who they beat that year? Yep, UVA. They Bro, beat the UVA. The unanimous number one. Yeah, correct. So they were they were the number one overall seed in the entire tourney. Beat them? No, they didn't just beat them. Okay, and by the way, they're waxed. They're not the hounds. They're the retrievers. Okay, the UMBC retrievers. They waxed them seventy four fifty four. Was not even a contest. Okay, just took out a number one seed like it was like it was nothing. So that was absolutely amazing. Okay. For you guys who are wondering, the NIT used to be the national championship. It is affiliated with the NCAA. But since March Madness tournament grown and uh, kind of took over that that thunder of the NIT, uh, basically the NIT gets the sloppy seconds of the NCAA men's men's Division One basketball. And then fun fact: UVA ended up winning it next year. Did I'm they? Mistaken. Yes. UVA, man, they're a good program. We'll we'll get to them when we get to the bracket. But they're year in year out. You kind of know what you're getting from from UVA. However, I will also say the year that they got beat, like even though they were so dominant. I personally was not surprised to see them lose because they're a team that like, yeah, they're really good, but like they lose games like that, you know, during the regular season and stuff. I don't know. I think it was whack. Definitely was whack. Yeah, definitely was whack. Uh, Shout out Coach K again, Duke Blue Devils. Hate you. Coach K has the most NCAA tournament wins by a single coach with 97. So that's elite. You think about it. You have to win, I think, six games to go from first round to championship. I mean, do the math, 97 divided by six. That's that's a lot of years in the tourney, okay? So shout out to Duke. Yep. Always been there. All right, Deej, enough enough with the history. Are you ready? Girl, I'm so ready. Let's, let's fucking give it to the people then because I'm ready. I've been waiting for it since I started this podcast. Obviously, every year uh, I do the bracket. I fill it out, blah, 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 this and that. But now I have a platform to share the wisdom with the people. But, you know, it's kind of kind of cloudy in here Deej uh-huh. would you mind if we sharpen up our mental okay. acuity let's would do it sure for those at home and don't know uh as Tucker Carlson described it cheers mm-hmm. cheers we are just simply getting a quick massage to the central nervous system putting on the blinders okay it's full speed ahead mental acuity on a hundred here we go with the bracket Number one overall seed, Alabama Crimson Tide, representing the South region, okay? They are actually playing the winner of the play-in game that's going on right now between CMO and A&M Corpus Christi. Uh, Here's what I got on Bama, okay? Uh, They are, to me, the clear-cut number one team in college basketball. They deserve to be in that spot. And they also were given, in my opinion, the easiest road to the Final Four, which they also deserved you know, beating everyone's ass during the regular season. So I'd have no problems with where they were placed and who's put in their bracket. Um, I'll skip them all the way to the front. I do have them going to the final four. And, you know, I feel bad for these 16 seed teams because they're playing this playing game with all their heart and soul just to get supposedly their ass clapped in the first round. So I just hope they're having fun right now as we're talking. (laughs) Uh, Let me, let me, before I hand it off, 
allow me to direct your attention to the 512 and the 413 matchup in this bracket. It's the little the little subsection right behind or right underneath Bama. Uh simply put, I got Charleston and Furman both with the upsets in this bracket. For two reasons, okay? Number one for Charleston, they are a 30-win program in college basketball, Division I. Now, you can say what you want about conferences and divisions and things like that. Winning 30 games at this level, at any conference, in any conference rather, is pretty difficult. So I like that. And San Diego State, yeah, just uh, not sold. I, I sniff an upset there. Give me Charleston to win. And another one, what did we just talk about? Virginia's prone to losing these weird-ass games, right? Give me Furman over Virginia. Furman is a high-paced, fast-scoring offense. They like to turn you over, get out in transition. Virginia is quite the opposite. They like to play tight D. They like to slow the game down. I think if Furman can turn them over, get out in transition, get some easy buckets, this could be an easy win for Furman. So that's what I got so far in the top half. Uh, and we're already giving you two bangers of upsets with 12 and 13 seeds. I don't hate your third or I don't hate your Charleston over San Diego State. I'm kind of with you on that, or at least the Charleston cover. I don't know about Furman though. I think Virginia ooh, I can't speak. Here we go. It's okay. You're fine. I think Virginia's got that one with ease. Yeah, you know, I did well last year. Um, and I do have a note here. I like I like the first half with the underdogs during this tournament. Okay. Even though they may not win, you have to pick your money lines carefully. Uh a lot of times the first half spread will will hit more often than not uh that's just what i found through recent years of research okay in the lab mm -hmm. do what you will with that i love Furman. what first half i think they're going to win the game outright um and that's all i got for the top half moving on to the bottom half we got the 6 and 11 seed creighton versus nc state uh point blank period i love creighton right now i don't know why I always think they're a tough ball club. I love the Big East, the conference that they play in. Um, obviously, didn't win, got in as an at-large bid. But I have them going to the Elite Eight against Bama, ultimately losing to Bama. Um, but I, I do like Creighton. I uh, have them having two upsets on their way to the Elite Eight. One of them taking out Baylor in the second round after Baylor will take care of UCSB. And then in the Sweet 16, I have them knocking off Arizona. Arizona's a great program, but they have shown some uh, – how do I say they're basically basically what's going on here is they're not as good as they seem to be. Okay. And a team like Creighton, who's playing well, playing uh, with shooters, I think they can upset Arizona. So mm. that's what I got on the bottom half. And one more play for you guys, number 15 seed Princeton. They are a good program. Now, mind you, there are no bad programs in this tournament. That's what you have to see these numbers, these seeds, you might as well bet and pick with disregard to these seeds. All of these programs are either a conference winner or they have a winning record except for one. Now, I like Princeton to cover against Arizona in the first half as well. So give me Furman, give me Princeton first half, both to cover. Uh, take it to the bank. Deej, anything else on this region before we move forward? Yeah, there was a lot that I disagreed with you there. Uh, so you like Creighton, I like NC State. I think you're just a fanboy of the Big East. And you Maybe. On that. Uh, who was your team last year? Wasn't it Providence, their Big East? No, maybe no. I like I like UConn, and I like UConn again this year. And I also liked Xavier, but Xavier fell off really bad. Xavier fell off. Oh, yeah, but I love. Uh, I got NC State, and then obviously Zona is going to make a run, but that one's going to be tough. How far you have Zona? <sighs> Bro, 
looking at it just right now, I got to go at least Elite Eight. And then Bama, I don't know who Bama would lose to, but so maybe they're on Final Four team out of there. I mean, I, everyone and their mother is picking Bama, but it's rightfully no. so. When this team is clicking, dude, they're head and shoulders above the rest. Like For My least favorite thing whenever I'm filling out a bracket, like I'm kind of just doing my thing, and then I notice I have all ones in the fucking final four. Yeah, bro. This is wrong. Yeah, this is yeah. the first bracket I filled out. So it's not the one I'm going to be submitting per se, but all of the picks that I'm giving you people at home have no fear. These are the ones that I've solidified in concrete, okay? But I might only have one number one in the final four. No, that's fine. And I actually only have one as well. Yeah, that's fine. Uh, so Deeds disagrees with me. That's fine. Um, I, I did miss one thing, and I have a stat for this, and I want to mention it before we move on to the East region. Uh, the 8-9 matchup, usually these matchups are phenomenal because the teams are so evenly matched. And really, you might as well flip a coin to see who's going to win them. Mm-hmm. West Virginia is part of an, an exclusive club of teams who are coming in under 500 at least four games under 500 during their uh conference regular season play they were 7-11 in the big 12 this year now with that being said all five teams that entered the tournament four games under 500 in conference play won their first round matchup give me west virginia give me bob Hubbigans over the maryland terrapins i love them just to win that first round matchup based on that stat alone and uh press virginia for the win baby i like that I got a good thing in the East coming your way. Let me know when you're ready on that. All right. So before we move on, Deej, to the East region, let's wrap up this South. I told you guys I got Bama versus Creighton in the Elite Eight to go to the Elite Four. Or I'm sorry, the Elite Four. What a turd. The Final Four. Uh, it's easy there. Creighton w- will have a run to the Elite Eight. They will look good coming up to Bama, but they're going to run into a wall. Uh, Brandon Miller, that guy who obviously had the off-the-court issues with uh, the legal issues. He's very good basketball player, okay? And he is the difference maker in this team. So it's really unfortunate that he had to get involved in something like that, but he is what makes this team go. So with him on the court, this team is is virtually unstoppable. So yeah, they're going to get waxed by Bama going to the Final Four. All right, for me, I'm going to have in the Elite Eight. I don't like it. I will regret it. I don't know if I'm going to turn it in, but I'm going to put Baylor. I'm a Big 12 guy. Mm. Uh, but that's, I don't know, I'm running off shit from years ago because Baylor was just always dominant. But just looking at it, I'm going to go Baylor, Bama. I'll put Bama in my final four there out of the south. But I don't love it. I don't love that yet. That's kind of where my head's at. All right. All right, so moving on. East region, we got the Purdue Boilermakers, number one seed in the East region, okay? Now, this is where I start to hate my bracket as well, okay? <laughs> So, yeah, first round, Purdue going to wax the 16th seed. Uh, They're playing Farley Dickinson or Texas Southern. That's a play-in game happening tomorrow, Wednesday night. And in the second round, they will play the winner of another 8-9 matchup, Memphis versus, shout out, the hometown Florida Atlantic University Owls, baby. Okay? Uh, The Owls, just like College of Charleston, are part of the 30-win program. They went 31, I believe, and 3 this regular season okay so they are no slouch of a program they won the conference usa tournament and i'll tell you what i got them winning in the first round and here's where it really gets grimy just for shits and gigs don't say it that's that was my they're taking out purdue bro they're taking them out and i got there you go there's the first one okay i got fau reaching the sweet 16 shout out the owls okay alma mater and yeah, I love it. They're a good program. They got scores, okay? Purdue obviously can score as well. 
but Purdue is a team that can stall on offense. And Purdue is also a team that we can see crumble in games like these. So give me FAU over Purdue. Moving to the lower side, we got the five seed against the 12 seed Oral Roberts. Oral Roberts is the last and final 30 win program in the, uh, in the bracket. We got College of Charleston, we got FAU, and we have Oral Roberts. I think that's pretty funny that you have three mid-majors getting 30 wins and you don't have one power five program in 30 win mark. I think that's pretty funny. That's worth noting. They're playing good ball clubs. They're playing good ball clubs. Definitely. But I think that has to do with the transfer transfer portal as well. You got good players leaving power five going to these mid-majors. Anyway, that's a separate discussion. So Duke and Oral Roberts, uh, look, Oral Roberts, like I said, very good program. They had success two years ago reaching, I think they, they reached the final four, if I'm not mistaken. Uh, or, or the elite eight at least they definitely got past the sweet 16 they were definitely the cinderella of that year yeah but duke you know people are writing duke off because they they were like kind of right there during the regular season the acc kind of took a step back whatever it wasn't as as competitive as the other conferences uh duke is playing good ball right now so give me duke they're gonna knock off oral roberts give me tennessee over louisiana i see no upsets there uh duke and tennessee will play in the second round I got Duke advancing to the Sweet 16 there in the East region. Deej, what do you got for that top part of the bracket for me? Yeah, so kind of on the same page. Uh, definitely Purdue, and then we got FAU. I got FAU bouncing Purdue. That'll be the first number one seed to lose, although I don't think they're the weakest number one. I'm still yeah. Houston is my weakest number one, and also Kansas. Yeah. Uh, do not trust KU. Um, but yeah, FAU there. Obviously Duke. God, do I want to put Duke in the Final Four? <laughs> we're going to lead eight hey duke to the elite eight first season coach yep blanket his name but we're gonna uh, i think it's i think it's shire i think it's john shire something like that doesn't sound wrong yeah i hate former that. player former player for coach k at yep. duke yeah yeah that's who i got there fuck yeah uh something i noticed i mean i'll just this is my opinion on the region i literally maybe not the 16 or 15 seed but you never know but you know, I, I quite frankly could see any one of one through 11 legitimately reaching the final four out of this region. Like, I think this region could be the most wide open region uh, in competition with one of the other regions when we get there. But I really, you know, this is this is the region that makes me hate, you know, my brain and what I'm thinking. I'm like, you know what? I just filled this out and I got no idea. Uh, shall we shall we head to the the deep yep, end of the bracket? Down. Yep. All right. Kentucky and Providence. Uh, this is this is a great matchup, Deej. Okay, Kentucky, a team that underperformed with their expectations coming in from the preseason. They earned a sixth seed. Providence, again, coming out of the Big East. I love that brand of basketball, okay? It's tough basketball. And I like Providence to take out Kentucky with another upset, 11 over six, okay? The reason being, Kentucky just a little bit too inconsistent for me throughout the regular season. Uh, and I'm going to rely on Providence's experience that they have been there before. And again, the league that they play in, I think that's just a, a little bit of a tougher league this year, even though you have Bama uh, coming from the SEC. I like Providence there. And I also like Providence to reach the sweet 16. Um, I have them out in Kansas State after Kansas State will take care of Montana State in the first round. Mm -hmm. Going all the way to the bottom. Uh, seven and 10 matchup USC, Michigan state. I know we got Tom Izzo and I'm a big fan of coaches this time of year. I think they play a big role in things mm -hmm. kind of similar in all sports. I love coaches. I love good coaches, but 
give me USC over Michigan State. Uh, I think the Pac-12 does not get enough credit for how good that conference is. I think we're going to see Pac-12 could have one of the best performances conference-wise in the entire in the entire D1. So I like USC there. Marquette will take care of business. Here's another upset. USC over Marquette in round two. Send USC to the Sweet 16. We'll have a double-digit face-off. Providence versus USC in the bottom portion of that bracket to go to the Elite Eight. Come on, baby. You call me crazy right sure. now. I'll play it back for you when it happens. That's March Madness. That's how it uh, Yeah, dude. You, it's so like, crazy on paper, but you just know have shit. no idea. Bro, you could know everything about college basketball, but you have no clue. No. In the Come on with it. But uh, I'm with you. I got Providence over Kentucky with the inconsistencies. And then K-State's my team down here. Uh, they've been a lot of fun to watch. So I'm going to go K-State. Uh, we'll go USC Marquette. And then I'm going to have Duke and K-State facing off in my Elite Eight. Duke, who'd you say? Duke and who? K-State. Hey, I like that. I do like that. Uh, I'm I'm very interested to see how this region is going to play out because, like I said, it's up for grabs. I got in the Elite Eight, if you don't mind. I got Duke myself, okay? Look, good program, all right? They've been there, okay? Uh, They know how to win. I know I don't know specifically, but I know they're up there in the top five in terms of tournament appearances and tournament wins. So give me Duke in the Elite Eight. I got them facing off against USC. I mentioned that USC Providence matchup. I got USC taking care of business. Who's going to the final four for you? Duke or K-State? I think I'm going with K-State. All right. We got K-State, Wildcats. Good program. Good program. Dang. Good program. And the Big 12, here's a good time to throw in this little tidbit for you. The Big 12 was by far, bar none, the best conference in college basketball. Okay. I think they got 12 teams. Is that correct? 12 teams in the conference. Seven of them made the big dance. Okay. Four of those seven are seeds four or above. Okay. So not only were they good, but they had some heavy hitters, top heavy programs. Okay. Leading leading that league. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, if you're playing a big 12 team, I'm so sorry. You got a shit draw, but you know, what doesn't kill you makes you stronger. So if you get past them, it could potentially be one of your tougher matchups going to the finals. Mm -hmm. Uh, USC over Duke for me, it's pretty simple. Uh, I just can't let Duke get there. Give me USC (laughs) as the double digit Cinderella to get to the final four. And I hate it. Okay. I don't think it's going to happen, but like you said, it's March. So if anyone thinks I'm wrong, Go sit and spin because you don't know any more than I do. <laughs> exactly. All right, Deej. Bro, this just has me excited. Shall we move on to the Midwest? Yeah. Uh, your neck of the woods, if I may. You may. Are you ready? Oh, I'm ready. Come on with it. Now, we got number one seed Houston leading this region. Okay, Deej mentioned it. Uh, it is your weakest one seed. Is that correct? Any reason why? Bro, they're just in a soft conference and – I, I don't know. They're a good team. Don't get me wrong. I'm they're not just a good team, though. They're a good program because year in and year out, they're here. Huh? I know. And I'm just one of those guys that's just not a firm, firm believer in them. Okay. I'll tell you why I don't believe in them. And it's pretty simple. It has nothing to do with the conference. I believe in the conference. I believe that their non-conference schedule, if you look at it, they play the big boys. Okay. They've played Alabama. They're, the they have like a hundred rank strength of schedule. Look at their, look at their non-conference. It's pretty good. Their non-conference is pretty good. It's pretty good. I'm pretty sure it's pretty good. Either way, they have already played the top team in the, in the bracket, and not everybody can say that. Anyway, 
they don't have Marcus Sasser. He got hurt in conference tournament play. That's their best player. He's out. So they're a deep program, no doubt about it. And one one person isn't going to make or break it per se. But when you lose your best player, that would be like Bama losing losing Miller there. So uh, I have Houston making a run, but I do have them ultimately getting bounced. So let's get into it. Houston taking care of business round one. 8-9 matchup, Iowa and Auburn. Uh, to be honest with you, I had no feel on this matchup, so I said fuck it, and I just went with Auburn. Uh, I have no idea about that one. So if you guys have any other ideas, any better ideas, please drop them in the comments. I would be blessed to know about them. Uh, then we got 5-12 and 4-13. Always, like I said, always entertaining matchups with those seeds. But here, um, I don't think I have any any fireworks. I got Miami moving on to the second round. In the second matchup, Indiana as the four seed, Kent State as 13. Deej, what do you got for me? Say it again. Sorry. I was looking at the stat. <laughs> That's okay. Indiana as the four seed versus Kent State as the 13 seed. Uh, I love Indiana, to be honest. I think they're going to make a run here in the tournament. Uh, okay. I watched their game when they played Purdue. Obviously, it was at home, but that was a very hype game. That's yeah. Purdue. They beat them that day. They beat them that day, right? Yeah. yeah. That was a good-ass game, and I think they just kind of have that grit and what it takes to – survive in this tournament so i really like indiana in the midwest okay well you know what i actually didn't fill out this game because i had no idea but i'm gonna trust you i'm gonna ride with deej give me indiana over kent state uh no upset here and we can move on to the bottom portion of the bracket shall we yep iowa state six seed playing the winner of mississippi state and pittsburgh which is happening tonight on tuesday at 9 10 mm-hmm. now at first, I had Iowa State because, you know, Big 12, good program. I believe they were top 15 at one point uh, in the year. But you know what? I read something where, like, it's not uncommon for a play-in team to make a run in this tournament. We mm-hmm. just saw it a couple years ago, if not. And I think it was last year or two years ago, I'm sorry, where UCLA mm-hmm. made a run to the Final Four as an 11 seed as well. during right. the play, And they played in the play-in game. And then I think in 2011, VCU, if you remember with Shaka Smart, when he took them to the Final Four, they actually participated in the play-in game as well. Mm-hmm. So with that being said, here's my play-in matchup making a run. I got Mississippi State or Pittsburgh beating oh, Iowa State and moving on into the second round. I'm going to Mississippi State for no reason other than my mind is telling me Mississippi State. So I'm riding Hale State. What about versus Iowa State? Hale State. Hale State to the second round. Okay. Got them beating uh, Iowa State. Moving down. You ready for another banger? Here it is. Xavier Kennesaw, right? Mm-hmm. I love Big East. Slob the Big East. It's all good, whatever. Fuck them. Kennesaw State over Xavier. 14 seed banger over a three seed. Okay. Heard it here first on Talking Balls. Tell your friends. Tell your aunts, uncles, and cousins. Mm-hmm. You're welcome. <laughs> Not only that, let me go a step further. Kennesaw taking out the winner of Iowa State and Mississippi State or Pittsburgh, reaching the Sweet 16 as one of my double-digit seeds to play Cinderella this year. Thank you very much. And I will accept tips to Venmo when this happens and you guys win money on them. Is this just a feel or do we have facts to back it up? This is a feel and facts. I love the conference that they play in, okay? Uh, I think... The fact that Xavier is a three seed, I think they are one of the more uh, overseeded teams yeah. in the entire conference. And like we said before, I'm basing this game without looking at 314. 
I don't look at the numbers on the side. I look at the teams and I just gut rip it. Give me Kennesaw. Okay. Uh, bottom portion of the bracket. I got another little half banger. Penn State over AM. Penn State playing good ball right now. Okay. Didn't they just lose in the Big Ten chip. Yeah, yeah. But they got there against uh Purdue and they it was a very close game. Very close like game. No. It was two points, yeah. Two yeah. points. So Penn State quality program. Uh, I love Texas AM coach. I believe it's Buzz Williams, former coach of Marquette. Love that guy. Sweats his balls off. Okay. If you ever <laughs> watch their games. Uh, but I like I like Penn State with the upset here, 10 over 7. And in the bottom, bottom portion, Texas over Colgate. Colgate is a good team, okay? I yep. think they play in the Patriot them. League. They're a good team, yep. all right? They can score points. But Texas, we saw, knocked off KU in the Big 12 championship. Texas is locked and loaded. They're about to go win this national title without their, uh, their, their coach, Chris Beard, okay? Oh, yeah. So that's what I got. Deej, anything? Uh, similar pages here. Uh, so yeah, I got Texas making a good run here. Um, I'm going to take, I don't know. You were so confident in your Kennesaw thing. It's making me overthink, but uh-huh. I was going to go Xavier, even though we kind of talked about it. Um, I love that. My pick made you nervous. I know. I like that. I, like I that. love that. Yeah. I love when you kind of question some things, <laughs> but I, I think we'll just end up going Xavier on that. Uh, but then yeah, Hale state, Indiana, Miami, Houston, um tell me uh tell me elite eight who you got and who's going to the final four okay so my elite eight out of here is going to be indiana and texas and i think i'm putting texas in my final four okay indiana and texas hey that's that's a good that's a good pick that's a good pick yeah i i like that you're sold on indiana that's fine i'm with you on texas uh kennesaw state cinderella run is going to end in the sweet 16 they're going to get throttled by texas okay Miami will reach the Sweet 16, but they will lose to Houston. All right. Houston's going to lose to Texas in the Elite Eight. Texas will reach the Final Four. All right. Mm-hmm. Out of this region, they're going to win the Midwest region. Like I said, Marcus Sasser is out for Houston. Texas is rolling, coming off the chip win. Uh, and again, not only did they win the chip, they won the chip in the best conference in all of college basketball. So for and me, yeah, they beat the <laughs> shit out of the Jayhawks. But and here's the other thing. Uh, I'll go easy. Bro, we were resting up for March Madness. I'll go easy. Here's the other thing. They also, I, I didn't even realize the game was rather close after halftime, too. Like with like, I don't know, I think 14 or 13, 12 minutes left. Like it was within like nine or 10 points. And then see you later. By four minutes, it was 20. And uh yeah. that's all she wrote for your Jayhawks there. So yeah, Houston and Texas in the Elite Eight, Texas. Going to the final four, uh, I love it. This is a very, very strong region here. You got a lot of good teams. Another interesting one. This tournament, man, I'm just totally jacked up. Mm-hmm. All right, Deej, last region. Are you ready? Oh, yes. Also, bro, we need to release picks, like, on Insta at least, like, five or six a day. Oh, yeah, yeah, we will. Well, probably more, but. Yeah, we will. Or, like, yeah. those picks, like, kind of the shit we're doing with football. We're yeah, ready. we will. Okay, cool. 100%. All right. all right last but not least we got the last the west region all right led by the kansas jayhawks represented by dbjfss mm-hmm. all right they're a good program all right very good program representing the big 12 uh so they were not gifted anything by the committee in my humble opinion mm-hmm. they had the most quad one wins in college basketball which for those of you who don't know what a quad one win is neither do i 
but it has something <laughs> to do with the quality of your opponent. So basically it, it's like a quality win is, is that metric. And Kansas had the most of those out of any team. And how does the committee reward them? Well, in my eyes, it rewards them with a region where I can see at least five other teams outing them during uh-huh. this, during this tournament play. So Kansas, in my opinion, they were given the mother, they were given like the toughest road to the final four. Mm-hmm. And they were like, you know what? You guys think you're good. We're going to fucking see how good you are. Uh, I got them taking care of business in the first round and in the second round against Arkansas. I do have Arkansas beating Illinois in that eight, nine matchup. Yep. Uh, some more fireworks right there in the top half VCU taking on St. Mary's. I got them beating St. Mary's in the first round. Uh, 12-5 matchups, not uncommon to see an upset here. And VCU is a program that has experience. Obviously, the players on this team were not around in 2011. But the fact that the program has been there, um, that that means something to me. So, so, And the fact that St. Mary's is notoriously known. Do you know what they're notoriously known for, Deej? Are you sure? I will. They're notoriously known for not scoring the fucking basketball. And (laughs) when I tell you, no, no, no. When I tell you they can go five minutes of game time or seven minutes of game time with no buckets, I've seen them do it. Okay. And in March Madness, you need to score to win. I've been told. So uh, (laughs) unfortunately, unfortunately, if you do that during this tournament, you are absolutely boned. Uh, So I will say though, they have the best freshman in the country, Aiden Mahaney. Okay, if you guys don't know that name, look it up. Small guy, point guard, shooting guard. I don't know whatever you want to call him. He's a straight-up bucket, okay? But he can be contained, and if he's contained, most likely the entire team will be contained, and then we can see that scoring drought happen. We can see this upset happen fairly easily. So I got VCU over the five-seed St. Mary's there. Mm -hmm. uh, Underneath them, I got UConn taking out uh, Iona. UConn is a program that I absolutely love. I think the committee disrespected them with that four seed now mind you this is a team that was number one overall at one point during the season okay during the the beginning part of the year they had a scuffle they had a rough patch and rightly so they fell down the rankings but i think a four seed is a little bit too low i think they got disrespected and i have them making a run in this region although i do not have them getting to the final four i love uconn and i absolutely love their head coach okay (laughs) I love their head coach. I forget his name right now. It's Dan, Dan Hurley. I think his name is Dan Hurley. Love that guy. Shout out Dan Hurley. I just absolutely love him. I don't know why. Deej, top part, what you got? Obviously, we got to go KU. I know KU is going to get bounced, but I don't think it's by Arkansas. I think that's going to be a very tight game. Arkansas. Yeah. Yeah, no, I don't see it happening, but that'll be a very tight game. America, uh, I am confusion. <laughs> How come this one, Kansas? God. And this one, not Arkansas. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. All right. <laughs> but no, I'm riding with you. We'll go 810 repping VCU. Um, UConn, Iona. I'm going to just call it. We're going to go with Iona. Uh, love a 13 4 matchup. Good Iona's program. Good program run by Rick Patino, former Louisville coach. Okay. Yeah. This is the second time in three years that Iona is making a trip to the big dance. Yeah. Not a slouch by any means. They mm-hmm. could do it. I just don't see it. So I don't. I don't totally disagree. But but then who beats KU? So I, but then at that point, I got KU in my fucking elite eight. I just don't think we're gonna make it. 
Yeah. All right. So we'll we'll get to who's going to beat Chris. you. We'll get to we'll get to who's going to beat them. You'll tell me eventually. Let's move let's move to the bottom part of the bracket here. Yep. TCU six seed against another playing game. They're waiting to see if they're going to play Arizona State or Nevada as the 11 seed. Now, Still. here's the thing. Usually I don't really care about playing games. I told you guys earlier, give me the Mississippi State Pittsburgh winner to make a run and win their first first round matchup, sure. This is one of the most, I would say, impactful playing games for their awaiting opponent, okay? TCU, in my humble, and I mean humble opinion, if they face Nevada, it's a wrap. We'll see TCU facing Gonzaga in the, in the next round. If TCU has to face Arizona State, I think Arizona State is a very sleepy program, okay? A lot of people don't recognize them as being a quality program. When they played Arizona in Arizona, okay, in University of Arizona's uh, home, home court, they gave them a run for their money there. They played them extremely well. And for me, that's all I need to see. Yeah. TCU obviously is a great program. You could attest to that more than I can, but it's March. And uh, like we said before, sometimes these playing teams get hot. So I like ASU to advance out of the first round and face Gonzaga in the second round. Cool. What do you got there? I got the same shit, but I'm gonna go with Grand Canyon over Gonzaga. Wow. Do they does Gonzaga still have that dude? You know, Drew fucking Timmy? Yeah, that guy does, Yeah. I feel like Gonzaga just totally fell off. No, bro. I don't, hear about him. I don't know. I never Allow hear me about to him. address that. Allow me to address that. I think that's a common misconception. Okay, because Gonzaga has put themselves in a position where we expect Gonzaga to be number one or fighting for number one or bust. Pretty much, right? Mm -hmm. The fact that they're not number one overall in all of college basketball, you think they fell off, maybe because they come from a, uh, the West Coast Conference, maybe because it's not Power Five. I think that people are having that exact same perspective on Gonzaga, and they are going to be mistaken with how easily Gonzaga handles the bottom portion of this bracket. Uh, I think Gonzaga is hitting stride. They won their conference tournament okay they beat saint mary's all right and this is a, a, a team they have drew timmy still okay drew timmy's been there and done that with the number one program i love gonzaga and i love the fact that people are writing them off the coach is there mark few with experience drew timmy is there as a leader okay and they have one other guy uh, a tall guy not not homegrown i know he got drafted they got a, they got a new one they got another one forget his name, but I'm not writing Gonzaga off by any means. Grand Canyon, however, Deej, uh, I will say they are a good program. They yeah. are a great, they are a solid program. So if they do upset Gonzaga, no surprises really, but look, I, I love Gonzaga. I think they're, I think they're going to throttle. Yeah. I truly yeah. With do. all that being said, we're, we're still going Grand Canyon. Let's ride. <laughs> Bottom port portion of the bracket, Northwestern the Boise, <laughs> the poor, the <laughs> Northwestern, and Boise State, give me the Wildcats, okay? Surprise program, never really relevant in absolutely anything athletically. More known for academics up there in uh, in Evansville. But uh, I like the Wildcats. They got a good program in basketball this year, okay? Giving uh, the, big, the Big Ten uh, a little bit of, you know, making them pay attention to Northwestern this year, all right? They earned a seven seed. I like them to beat Boise State. They will face UCLA. UCLA, a battle-tested program. A lot of people had them winning the national championship in the preseason uh but ultimately they will fall to ucla in the second round deej who's your elite eight and who's your final four representative from the region please 
I got you. But first, I want to say, do you remember the 2009 Ford Fiesta Bowl, Boise State versus Oklahoma? Was that with uh, what's his name at quarterback for Boise? Can't tell uh, you his name, but yes, they did the those two trick plays at the end to win it. What's his name? Couldn't tell you the name at all. Ah, yes. Why? For that mere fact, I'm riding riding on Boise State over Northwestern. Wow, for that mere system. fact. That's like those, yeah, you've seen those ESPN commercials. Those ESPN commercials where they're like doing something random and they're like, oh, <laughs> it's the Huskies to win it all. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I mean, there me. you go. As Boom. soon as I saw Boise State, I remembered, oh, nine, they're a lock. Here we go. But so we, we got an upset play. there for you guys. Boise State yeah. over Northwestern, 10 over seven. Yep. But I'm going to okay. take, <clears throat> I'm going to Arizona State in my Sweet 16. Uh, ultimately losing to UCLA. So UCLA, okay. my lead eight spot. Um, so they, who's beating Gonzaga? You said, oh, you said Grand Canyon. I'm sorry. Canyon. I'm tripping. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're gone. All for it. Stay with us. Stay with us. <laughs> so UCLA, lead eight before I was rudely interrupted. I got VCU in my sweet 16. KU in my sweet 16. VCU is not going to beat KU. KU in my lead eight. We'll put UCLA in the final four. Okay. But I don't love it. I respect that. UCLA is a really, really good team. Mick Cronin. Are they overrated head- or no? No, they are a, a tad injured. But they are one of the deepest rosters in all of college basketball. The point guard, Tiger Campbell, absolutely electric. One of the greatest. Arizona in the Pac-12? Correct. That is correct. Uh, they beat UCLA, actually. I watched that game. I think it was close, though, right? It was, yeah. Yeah. Yep. So UCLA, they got Tiger Campbell. They got uh, Jaime Jaquez. Okay. Those two guys alone pretty much can carry the team uh, in that bottom portion of the bracket. I got Zaga, however, taking out UCLA in the Sweet 16, moving on to the Elite Eight. They will face UConn, the Huskies. All right. That's who I have taken out your Jayhawks. UConn to me. They, this, 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 let me just say something this year. I saw people talking on the internet on Barstool. Okay. These guys who normally talk college football should probably just stick to college football because they were saying, is this the weakest group of one seeds that we have seen in like the past few years? And I was like, okay, sure. That's one way to look at it. But the other way to look, here's how I look at it. And this is truthful. I'm not just trying to negate with these guys. Everyone is good. There's so much parity in the league this year. Okay. Uh Everybody has a chance. And in my mind, this is what makes this tournament and this college sport just so much better than college football. College football, every year, you got the same six teams going at it for the championship. In this tournament, when you're selected, everyone, in theory, has the same exact chance. And we see it play out with all these upsets happening every year. So, uh, yeah, give me UConn, taking out Kansas, UConn and Zaga in the Elite Eight. I got Zaga representing the west region okay hitting stride final form type shit give me zaga so deej before we end the episode let's wrap it up for the folks all right i'll do my final four and then you will get your final four so i'll let you get your thoughts together like i said representing the west i got gonzaga out of the midwest we'll take texas in the south we got bama and in the east usc as my double digit cinderella getting all the way to the final four so bama usc uh look bama is just they're really good i've been on this program for a few years now 
Um, I love the coach. I, it seems like the coach kind of just babysits rather than actually like is a coach to these players with all the other shit that's going on with this program. But regardless, he's created a good program over there. Okay. They win a lot of basketball games. And they have a shit ton of talent. Bama's going to throttle USC. That's going to be a very much not entertaining final four matchup. On the other side, Texas and Zaga, I got Texas winning against Gonzaga. Um, I just think, you know, it's Texas time to shine. Mm-hmm. Give me Texas over Gonzaga in the national championship, Bama and Texas. This is going to be a highly anticipated matchup, high scoring matchup. Okay. Two arguably of the best teams in all of college basketball throughout the entire season. Give me Texas to beat Bama in the national championship. Horns up. Okay. Go horns, horns. Down. horns up. We're going to show Chris Beard that you can't just beat women. And I don't know if actually I'm pretty sure that like those allegations were like dropped or something because pretty sure he was hired by another program. Pretty sure Ole Miss went and hired him like two days ago. So maybe I shouldn't be saying that before I catch a defamation suit. But, 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 but but it is factual. He got fired from Texas this year for those allegations. Mm -hmm. That's all I'm going to say about that. Mm-hmm. Anyway, give me Texas over Bama. Deej, who do you got? Honestly, I don't hate your matchup, but I think this just goes to show how indecisive I am. I can't remember who I picked already. But I knew it. That's why I said I'll I give you a minute to gather up. your thoughts, but if I this, knew it. I know. If this doesn't match up to what I said earlier, I apologize. <laughs> <we have. laughs> hey, listen, again, I've said it once. I'll say it again. I'm trying to provide a quality program for you guys. <laughs> okay. I bring this kid on, but if it doesn't, I'm just prefacing. I bring this kid on, man. Merely a preface. And we know from NFL anyway, Deej gives picks that he don't fucking take anyway. So (laughs) say nothing new. Go ahead. Give me your final four, even if it is your final four. All right. Anywho, uh, so (laughs) UCLA in my West final four. And then I'm looking at this again. I'm pretty sure I said Texas in my Midwest, and I'm still sticking with that over. So Texas in my Midwest. Uh, in my East, I said K-State. I'm still rocking with K-State. Can't remember what I said in the South, but I'm leaning Arizona. I think you said Bama, actually. I think I did say Bama, but I'm leaning Zona. Okay. Zona. So I got Arizona, K-State, UCLA, Texas. Okay. Minetti, I I'm not putting K-State in my natty. I just can't do it. So yeah, fuck them. Arizona versus... Texas UCLA is going to be a good game, but I think Great Texas game. ultimately is going to pull away uh, towards the end. So we got Texas versus Arizona, and I, I, I just we got to go Texas. I'm going Tex. <laughs> going we Tex. just gave the people the same natty champ. You say Arizona? I said Texas. Oh, same natty champ. That ain't right. Then I'll go Arizona. Fuck it. Yeah, fuck me. Give me fucking Arizona Arizona versus Texas. Boom. Come on with it. Come on. Hey, I hope you were taking notes because I sure wasn't. (laughs) Deej doesn't even know what he just picked, but I hope you guys know what we picked because I tell you what, it was fucking gold. Okay. Uh, I hope that goes well. I really hope that goes well. All in all, have fun watching these games. It is absolutely just phenomenal. Okay. Allow us to talk about one quick topic before we wrap this up. Yeah. Before before the pod, each time I asked my wonderful co-host to check my sound 
on my mic. I say, hey, is this better? Is this better? One or two, this one or this one? And Deidre was like, hey, this is like when you go to the eye doctor and they switch the, the prescription on you and they're like, okay, one or two. Mm-hmm. And I was like, have you ever been to the, the, the eye doctor and they tell you, okay, one or two. And you're like, oh, number one is better. And the doctor's like, are you sure about that? <laughs> like, well, I don't know. I think I'm not sure. And then they say, oh, well, yeah, I don't know. Like they test you. Okay. They test you. There is a right answer when you go to the optometrist. Okay. Just keep this in mind. There's a right answer. And make and the right answer wrong. We'll be locked in with that prescription for a year. So, yeah. <laughs> so right. don't don't make the wrong answer. And the doc usually, if he's a good doc, he'll give you a, he'll give you a second chance to backtrack that. He'll be like, hey, also, don't overthink it. No. If you don't. think it's right, go with your gut. No, 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 no. And don't be afraid. Listen, don't be afraid. You know, a lot of times they'll throw two different things at you to be like, okay, one or two. And then they'll be like, okay, how about this one? One or two. Mm-hmm. I'll have you know, sometimes it's the same fucking prescriptions. Mm-hmm. Okay. So don't be afraid to be like, no, doc, I don't see a difference. It's the same. Trust your gut, trust your eyes and trust your brain. Don't let these doctors play games on you. Wow. Good lesson right there, doc. Don't let it happen. All right. These are your eyes. You only get two of them. Okay. (laughs) That's why I wear shades everywhere. Yeah. Protect. (laughs) Also, quick shout out. I know this is getting released after. Zussi's pitching tomorrow. Go Venezuela. Yes, sir. On Israel. Right? Israel? Israel. Okay, it is Israel. Bad fucking day. Dale Gordo. Hey, shout out Zeus, friend of the program. We mentioned him before. He's been on the program. We'll have him on after as well. Uh, I will be in attendance at Lone Depot. So if you are there as well, Arch will be what's up. live streaming it. Watch the game on that or be at the game. It's uh, it's it's Viva Venezuela tomorrow. Okay, yes, it is. And uh, Zeus, Zeus is going to wake up and choose violence. So yep. tune in 12 p.m. Eastern Standard Time against yep. Israel. Uh, yeah, and we will be talking about World Baseball Classic perhaps next week. I decided against the pool stages. I decided we will talk about it once we reach the uh, elimination stages. So, yeah, that's all we got for TV, March Madness Edition. Look, again, have fun. Enjoy it. Right now I'm watching this game. We got yep. Corpus Christi up 51-31 with 10 and a half minutes left to play. So let the March Madness begin. Let the upsets begin. Let all of your friends who think they know what's going on, let them know that they're absolutely the dumbest motherfuckers you've ever seen in your entire life after the yes. bracket is all said and done. Yep. From TB, don't forget to like and subscribe. Much appreciated. Follow us on Instagram. Share with your friends. From TB, it's Karch. It's Deej. And we hope we all get rich this March Madness season. Thank you very much for tuning in. We'll see you next week. Boom, bam. Thank you, ma'am.